Welcome to Rich in Life, a podcast for anyone looking to be entertained while picking up a few tips on life, luxury, and resilience. And now your host, Rich Irani. Hi, I'm Rich Irani, and you're listening to Rich in Life. Today, we have celebrity makeup artist and author Paige Paget. She's the author of The Green Beauty Rules. I also have with me, we have two guests today, Gloria Malko from Junk Free Beauty. And for people that don't know what Junk Free Beauty is, it is a retail shop that specializes in junk free beauty products, which means no chemicals, all green products. We talk about the toxins in all the makeup and all the products that are out there and which are the worst chemicals that you would find in some of these products that we should be avoiding. And we also talk about some of the best high-end all-natural products. It was a great podcast and you can get a lot of information out of it. Here we go. So here I am now with Paige Paget. Hi, Paige. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on with me. Thank you. This is uh, something that I'm not used to doing is discussing makeup, but I am very eco-conscious and I've talked about it before on the podcast. I get a lot of anxiety about plastics and about what we're going to do with all the garbage in the world and all the plastic. And sometimes I just have to let it go and, you know, live my life. But what I like about your philosophy is that you don't really push anyone so hard. You tell everybody to make their eco-friendly lifestyle work for them. What, what is it that you're looking for in your life? And whether it's, you know, saving animals, saving the environment, saving your skin, getting rid of toxins in your body, becoming healthier, there are so many different ways to do it. So you're going to tell me some of them, but first I want to know, how did you get started in it? How'd you get started in beauty? No less eco beauty, toxic free beauty. So I went to, I was a journalist and on a journalist path. Last job was like KCAL 9 in the newsroom. And I realized that I really didn't just, you know, I didn't like where news was going. It was very sensational. And I just knew I was going to have a career change. I went to college. I went to UCLA and I studied like dance and cultural studies, very liberal arts, sort of hippie education. And I, and I was like, oh, I'm an esthetician. Um, I'm going to have a skin business. And then I started doing makeup, which I had done when I lived in Palm Springs, but didn't think in the 80s that that was a valid career. So then one thing led to another. I was working with Randolph Duke. I did a coffee table book with him. And then another client asked me to come on The Biggest Loser and do sort of a trial with Jillian Michaels. Well, that turned into a maybe a 13-year run of Jillian and I. Um, that's where I met Bob Harper. And that's kind of how I got into it. So that's very interesting. So you kind of almost stumbled across it, and your big break came when you got The Biggest Loser. Yeah, pretty much, had, yeah. How'd you like working with Jillian? She's kind of a hoot, isn't she? She's really fun. Um, yeah, she's great. You know... I loved working with Jillian. I don't think there's any other um, celebrity that I could have really went as deep with green cosmetics because I've, I've worked with other celebrities and they didn't appreciate it. They do now, but now there's so many green artists. Can you give me some celebrities that maybe were not having it in the beginning? In the beginning, 
They're having well, it now, but in the beginning. Well, and she was there like with everything else. Anna Kornikova. I loved her. She has a great personality. She's fun. And she's like down to earth. You know, she, she's used to Dior Chanel Armani. And by the way, all, she's not the only one. But I tried to, you know, sneak some green products in and she was very receptive, but she was definitely one who was like, mm, let's put her Dior. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay. So I want to talk about the pros and cons of green beauty. Obviously, we know that if you're going for makeup or skincare that's non-toxic, there are going to be also a little bit of downfalls to that as well. Am I correct? Um, yes, I, I, yes. I've used it so long that I'm like uh, blind to it almost, but I've, I know people have our uh, complaints about it. It doesn't last as long. Right. So there are things that I was going to say, like, is the application the same? Many times it is. Yes. It is. Okay. So, but it doesn't last as long. The, no, that is the biggest complaint. It doesn't last as long. The colors aren't as vibrant. That, that was going to be my next thing. Color. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then how do you convince people to, to actually start using non-toxic and, and moreover, why would you even, I guess, I guess to play the devil's advocate, why would you even care? You know what I'm saying? Like if it's so much easier just to sell regular products, and I'm going to ask this to um, Gloria Malco, who I'm going to be introducing later on in the show. I'm going to ask her the same question. Like why bother trying to get people to use green products when it's just so much easier to kind of sell people the products that are out there? Right. Well, let me, let me go back to, because I really didn't answer your question and then I'm going to circle. It's going to tie into this. How I got into green was I saw Al Gore's um, in, An Inconvenient Truth. And you'd never think that would take me to makeup, but I was very passionate about the environment and I work so much. I was like, and I was becoming like, oh, makeup is like, it's just not, it's not, it's not brain surgery. It's I'm not saving the world. Um, and obviously we can't all, and I'm, obviously still not, but I wanted to bring more meaning into what I did 80% of the time it felt like. So that's how I became a green artist. I went and saw Ken Cook, the um, founder and president of the Environmental Working Group, EWG. Um, and I saw his talk called 10 Americans. And it really, that was the aha moment for me. In that talk, it talks about that there, um, the Red Cross did a random study across 10 Americans across the United States and sampled their blood. And in that there's about 278 toxic chemicals on average in everyone's bloodstream. We're talking Paxil Viagra, pesticides, um, uh, pharmaceuticals, um, I think I just said that, cosmetics, household cleaners, industrial um, uh, cleaners, and- um, And these things were found in the blood? That, yes, and it was on average 278 chemicals on average across these 10 random Americans across the United States. But what they found is that none of these people, these 10 Americans had ever cleaned a house, wore makeup, used Paxil or Viagra, worked in a crop or a factory because they were um, fetus, fetuses. So- What do you mean by that they were fetuses? What was well, fetuses? They were unborn children. It was um, taken from the umbilical cord. So what that's telling you is our children are already being born with a body burden. And a body burden is the amount of toxic chemicals in your system. Everyone has one. But you can lower it in just three days. 
in just three days, mm -hmm. you can lower what the toxic the toxicity. You're correct. Your body burden. There was a study done on teens. Um, yeah. I think it was a Berkeley study. And in just three days, they took out, I believe it was triclosan, parabens, a couple other things. And in three days, um, it was reduced by like 30%, 27%. Um, I don't remember. Okay. So first they'd have to go have a blood test done to see how much toxins they have. Correct. Yeah. And then after they did that, then how do they get rid of the toxins? Well, by lowering your, um, by cleaning your cosmetics and, and your food. And you're saying with just in three days, it'll, it'll show a difference. They, in this study, it did. So it leads me to believe that it would for you or I, or any, anybody else, you know, okay. in three days, they stopped using products with parabens, triclosan, triclosan is like, it's in a, like a foaming agent. It's in like face washes. It's um, antibacterial. Right. Hands, and stuff. So now I want to know, now that we're talking about chemicals, I know parabens and there's a wide range. I know petroleum is really a very bad chemical. Am I correct on that? That's one of the ones to really look out for. Yeah. To yes. avoid. Yes. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit also about why some of the same exact products today are so different than they were 50 years ago. I mean, I remember my mom using oil of Olay, using Noxzema. From what I understand, the ingredients that were put back in those products back then are not the same ingredients today. Although the name of the products remain, is it safe to say that they changed the ingredients to make more profit on these products? Well, if they've cleaned them, they're not making more profit. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, they've done the opposite of clean them. What they did was actually they put more chemicals in them. And oh. so all these products that people are using with parabens and petroleum, you know, I look back and I remember 50 years ago, those things were, you know, seemed like there were better products back then. And over the decades, I guess companies wanted to make more and more money. So they substitute ingredients with cheaper ingredients, toxic ingredients. This way they can make more money. And this is why the shelves now are packed with so many toxic things. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like oil of Olay and ponds and all those cold creams were always pet petrochemicals, but yes, they're cheaper. We call them, I call them filler. I think in the industry, they call it, they call it filler. Uh, just, just stuff to, that's not, doesn't have any skincare benefits. So yes, it is a lot cheaper a lot cheaper. Okay. Yeah. So now talk to me about chemicals. Why suddenly in the last, I think it's about the last 10 to 12, maybe 15 years, how chemicals and, and green, not non-toxic beauty products have become so popular. How come people are so conscious today more than they were 15 years ago? I started this in 2005, my journey for, as a green okay. artist. And I, it was hard to convince people. I would tell them stories about their body burden. <laughs> trying not to scare them too much, but let them, let them know. Um, and I think that that's just it, that people are now more aware. There's so much more transparency happening. People are demanding it. You know, consumers want transparency and they want clean products. They want products that won't harm them or the environment because it's closed circuit. So whatever you put on your body, you know, you come to this with a macro or a micro view. You're either thinking about yourself and your health or thinking about the environment and the planet. I came with the macro view and realized, oh, there's a micro view too. It's, it's about my health. 
but I came the other way around. Most people start the micro and then realize it's circular. So whatever you put on your body goes into our streams, to our crops and livestock and, and whatnot and in and, and our drinking water for goodness sake. So, you know, I think that just with the transparency that, you know, it's, it's really brought people um, closer yeah. to you know, you know, it's funny. It's funny when you say it that way, because yeah, you came the other way around. I think most people probably even including me, I care more about myself and what it would do to me and how it would work for my skin before I would think about the animals. Not that I don't love animals. I do, but you know, Hey, they'll, you know, they'll always be animals. And as far as the earth, I always thought, Hey, let somebody else worry about it. One person's not going to be able to save the planet, but yeah. you know what the problem is, is I've become um, anxiety ridden, I think with now planet stuff, who is it? Um, Stephanie Safarian from the clean, from the minimalist podcast diagnosed me with having eco eco anxiety. She diagnosed me. She goes, you have eco anxiety, which I do now. I don't want to, yeah. And I don't want to get that way with all the products I use, but okay. So for women that wear makeup, that wear makeup every single day and that wear multiple things, there has to be a balance. Is there a way somebody can still be clean and maybe use some products or it's got to be, you've got to go all natural or not. I think if you can't go natural 100%, it's totally fine. Like it just doesn't happen. Someone said, and my publisher was like, what if you have to straighten your hair? I was like, oh yeah, some people do. And I'm there. Like I have really curly hair. I don't straighten it, but I have. But, but how does straightening, does straightening have chemicals? Can't you straighten hair without using chemicals? Oh, you're talking about, you're talking about the perm straightening uh-huh. hair straightening. Yeah. Like permanent. Right. Um, right. So, but I mean, there's so many now that are not using formaldehyde. Um, but so that's the thing. Um, if you can't, you just like, you know, you make it your 20%, you get really clean with your diet and other products that you're putting all over your body that you're bathing in things like that. And then eventually a really good substitute comes along and you're like, ah, now I can green this, but I don't, you, I would never have, no one would listen if I said, oh, you've got to do this. I color my hair. There's no way I'm not going to. I was going to say, that's what. Botox and whatever else I can get my hands on. Okay. So so you do. Okay. So let's clarify (laughs) this. I love this page. So you use Botox, right? I do. And you color your hair. Yes. Okay. So now I respect you even more. See, now when you talk, I'm going to listen to you even more. Somebody that doesn't do any of that. Then I just think, why live? You know, there has to be, you feel the same way, right? Why live? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's do what we can to make, you know, our bodies healthier, to not put chemicals on, but let's not stop living. Yeah. You know, I love Bob for so many reasons, but one of his- You're talking about Bob Harper. Yeah, Bob Harper. He was just on, just so you know, he was just on my podcast. I know, I saw. I I love Bobby. So tell me why you love him. I don't, I'm going to tell you why. You tell me why you love him and I'll tell you why I hate him. He's fun AF. Yeah, he really is. Right? Okay. And he's sweet. He's got a good heart. I, I just, I love Bob. He's fun. And yeah, he's Zen. And I like that. I've always, I always appreciated that. In the eye of the storm, Bob was like trying to always be Zen. And if he wasn't, he was working on it. And I loved that because I'm that way too. So there's so many reasons to love Bob, but his, one of his favorite quotes is, I, I don't know exactly. I'm going to ruin it because I always do. It's like, do you, do you drink? And he's like, well, of course I'm civilized. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I feel about cosmetics, you know, not even just makeup, but 
you know, just other things like whether it's Botox or lasers or of course, like I'm still alive. Right. Exactly. It's funny. He, they came over to, uh, they came over one night for uh, dinner and it was raining out and they walked in and, you know, uh, Bob and Anthony and their boots and the way they dress. So they walk into the, um, you know, we live in a townhouse, so it's not like they go through an elevator and walk, they come right off the street, but we have great mats to wipe your feet on. So I saw him immediately wiping his feet. Very good. Him and Anthony. And he says, do we have to take them off? I'm like, no, you're fine. Come on in. And I said, because I can't imagine really drinking without shoes on. He goes, what are we barbarians? Yeah, exactly. He's witty and he's really fabulous. I mean, his clothes are to die for. (laughs) Yeah, he's funny. I want to ask you about one of the most difficult things I find um, that people try to look for that's all natural is deodorant. Mm. Deodorant seems to be a very difficult thing. I I have a friend who uh, she has a very big problem that she sweats a lot. So we'll walk and yeah. And so like, she's all natural. She's very green. Everything that she puts on her face is all natural. The only thing she does is uh, dye her hair and she's looking for a product that doesn't have chemicals, but she's not taking chances with her hair. So she wouldn't understand that completely. So she would not Botox her underarms. No. Okay. I don't think she would. No. Okay. But what she would do is we would go out and she, I didn't, I never realized what she was doing until, you know, it took a long time. She'd go into a restroom and start soaping up her underarms. Yes. And then I would tell, and then when I finally found that out, I said, just use regular. She said, the only thing that really works for her is, you know, regular underarm with the toxins in it. Yeah. It's something about the aluminum, most likely. Um, yeah, there, there seems to be a link. They say, I don't know if it's true, with Alzheimer's and the aluminum, right? And the underarm. Yeah, that, that's probably my problem. Deodorant's hard for me, too. I, um, I either just don't wear it. And when I go out on a date, um, I make a lot of concessions. I'll use like a regular one sometimes. I'll wear totally toxic fragrance, which I know I shouldn't. I spray it in my hair or my right. clothes, you know, yeah, because so, you're not an animal. Yeah. Cause I'm not barbaric, right? You sprayed in your hair. Cause you're not an animal. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to flip it to, so that he can smell it, but I mean, I haven't had a date in since probably since I adopted Mariana. So like seven years, uh, okay, so we have to, we're going to have to change that. Not dating in seven years. I want to bring on Gloria Malco, who is the owner of junk free beauty. And she deals a lot with, um, customers, first time customers, repeat customers. And she's has a lot of stories and a lot of concerns about how people feel about using all natural products. Uh, Gloria, are you there? Hi, I'm here. Hi, Gloria. How are you guys doing? I just, before we get started, I just had one thing to touch on, which was the deodorant. Um, Rich, I know you were saying about your friend who washes her armpits in the bathroom. So <laughs> just for reference, I was the girl in high school who was buying the locked up clinical clinical proven uh, deodorant, right? The antiperspirant, because I was such a sweaty person. And th- when I did my research, I mean, we started the business about five years ago when I was doing my research on deodorant specifically, because that's always the first thing people want to s- swap over. Um, I was so nervous because there is no such thing as a non-toxic antiperspirant because the antiperspirant is actually something to block you from sweating. So there's deodorant, which is to block the smell, the odor, and then there's antiperspirant, which is to stop the sweating. So when you're switching over to non-toxic, you are switching over, um, you are switching over to non-toxic scents and not 
the antiperspirant. So there's no such thing as antiperspirant. But my, the reason I bring that up is because there's all different detoxes that we can do to swap over to a non-toxic deodorant, which is exfoliating and using powders. And there's all tips and tricks that people Wait, can do. Wait, are you saying to exfoliate under your arms? Yes. Wow. Exfoliating okay. under your arms. Yes. You're getting rid of dead skin. You're getting rid of any buildup because what your, what your antiperspirant does in general is it clogs your, it clogs your pores. So your body's not, get, your body's not able to expel of any toxins. Okay. So you basically, yeah, you're basically clogging yourself up. So that's a good Great. trick. But it's safe to say that this doesn't apply to everyone. My friend, uh, she says she's a sweater. It may work. In other words, um, all green natural underarm deodorants may work for some people. I use yeah. all natural deodorants when I use deodorant. I'm one of those people that really doesn't have to always use it. You know, every once in a while, I'll catch a whiff of myself. And I'll be like, that can't be me. And I look around <laughs> and then I'm the only one there. I'm like, but okay, Rich, so you know, it has to come. It, it, it comes slowly. You can't go from wearing a toxic anti they're not wearing any deodorant you kind of have to you have to regulate your body to, got it to, so you're saying you have to give it time for it to start yeah. adjusting and working okay and also like i always say one size doesn't fit all and what works for yeah. somebody and you've said this too page what works for one person may not work for somebody else so try different things and don't be afraid to try different things and start off slowly is that correct girls right and it depends yeah. like like if you have um i had a friend who had a heavy metal toxicity and she started losing her hair so obviously you're never you know you're not because i always thought why couldn't someone come out with a, you know, a, a deodorant that still has like aluminum or silver? Because I've used used colloidal silver for acne when I was young, you know, um, and take out the parabens and all the petrochemicals. Because to me, that was the big concern, although there is a link with Alzheimer's. And also, um, I'm allergic to um, to so many of those things, Gloria. Um, you know, like some of many people are, yeah. yeah, it's so hard. So my underarms get itchy when I use the natural. So I just don't use any. And once in a while, if I'm not really, use any, yeah, but if I really get concerned, I might use just a regular, um, I've made my own, but the baking soda makes me itch the apricot, certain apricot things. Well, I don't know. I just have so many issues. So guys, it can I ask you a question? One. I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is the thing that always gets to me. As you know, the years are going by, we're seeing more and more green products come up. We're hearing more and more about cancer, breast cancer, parabens. How come companies like Chanel, like Estee Lauder, like Revlon, how come they don't start just taking the products that they have and just starting to make them more green because they're gonna lose money. They're going to wind up losing money in 10 years from now when so many people want to start going all natural because so many people are getting diagnosed with different things. Like, that's what I don't get. Like, They're starting are, to. Are they? See, but no. this is where I find it to be weird. Like Sephora has a regular line and then they sell, I think, a Sephora line that is all natural or supposed to <laughs> so be all natural. if they're able to do it all natural, why would they have the regular Okay, but I happen to have been in there with the kids. I was putting makeup on them. I think it was for Halloween. And I said, you know, do you have all natural? And somebody said, no, they don't. Then they said, oh, yes, we do. It's new. I said, that's really weird. That's like, what happens when a woman comes in? Like, cancer or not cancer? Yeah, hmm, yeah. What do I choose? It's like, it's like weird. You have yeah. to kind of believe in something. So it makes me wonder, like, these big um, makeup companies should maybe just start from now eliminating some of these toxicities in their products. And they're starting to, they're definitely starting to. Um, I know that Lancome, but 
they are not always doing a good job. Lancome came out with a mineral line when mineral makeup was like all the rage. And I thought it would be clean. They sent me a lot of it and it wasn't. And it wasn't. Um, not, it had petrochemicals in it. So I was really disappointed, but I am seeing more and more of the legacy brands thinking about it, trying to make, you know, like with one product or um, maybe, you know, a line of, of green. And then there's a lot of, uh, you know, new brands that are making the equivalent to, or let's say the equivalent to a, a legacy line, but rather just an upscale, really upscale line that they would like to see in, in Barney's or Neiman's or whatever. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like I don't know if, um, if these businesses, like these big businesses like Chanel and, and Lancome, and, and I mean, I'm surprised Sephora did it, but it takes a lot of money, a lot of resources. Um, it takes a lot of time to make a product that doesn't work as well or last as long, either, either on the face or in the bottle. So for a company like Chanel, which you can find like Chanel lip gloss at a Marshall's now or like a TJ Maxx, right? It was made about 10 years prior, right? And now it's, now it's at Marshall's or TJ Maxx and it's still a product that's usable. Yeah. So, right. So, so my point is it's possible for these companies to do that, right? To, to switch over. But I don't think it's, I don't think that's the path that they're interested in taking. I think they want to stay with the luxury, the drama and you know, the, basically the luxury even though there are some fantastic luxurious companies now green beauty products that are coming out um i i think chanel would sooner make a new branch off than change their already classic formulas that people love so i know that i first of all i i'm gonna say this that i do believe that people would be happy most people i think would be happy to spend more money, 15% more. I mean, I'd spend 20, 20, yeah, I'd spend more money for all green products if I knew they were good. It's just finding them and doing the research. So I'm curious, I know that um, Paige, you have your own skincare. What is it called? It just launched or how long ago? Oh, well, in November, I have, um, I have just one product. It has skincare benefits and it, but it's a highlighter. It's a bio glitter vegan highlighter and it's geared towards Gen Z because that's who is most interested. It's just a really fun product. It comes in five colors. My brand is Earthling and the product is called Space Cream. So it's fun because it's a mousse. You don't think of a highlighter. It's either a stick or a powder, right. but it's a mousse. So it looks like an eye cream almost comes in a little pot. Love that. So it's, it's probably, you don't have to pull your face to blend it in. Like you don't right. have to pull your yeah. And some of the feedback is that it actually doesn't end up in your, like your marionette line or wherever you, when you put it on with a brush, then all of a sudden you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, I didn't mean to put it there. So that's been some of the things people like about the cream. Plus it does have the skincare benefits. So that's kind of nice, but it's just one product. I'm coming out with a serum in the next few months and okay. I might do some eco glitter because my, um, my demographic's pretty young and I am a makeup artist. So I, I like to come out with stuff I want to work with when I do an editorial. Is it something you would sell to other stores? Eventually. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. The right it, stores. Gloria. Is that what, what, yes. what, what is that uh, something you carry looking, at junk free beauty? Uh, we're always looking for I new fun makeup it. companies. <laughs> Thank you. Junk free That's beauty. Uh, but we love we love makeup. Like we started only got, like we were planning to only sell baby 
baby products and like household products and people were interested and they kept asking, do you have makeup? Do you have hair? And so we just extended to that, but we're, we're always looking for, for new makeup companies. And we should make up hard. Makeup is hard and this is fun. I mean, I, there's not a lot of people that are like looking for green eye uh, highlighter, but I have a green highlighter. So it's well, very yeah. chic to but me. If you, when you say it like that, no one's looking for a green, a green highlighter. Okay. It seems very niche, but the truth is there are people who need to, who want to learn how to apply fun young makeup because like the look now really isn't heavy black liners and and you know dramatic mascara it's more like a natural highlight a pretty gloss a light fresh pigment so because of that when, when people are looking for makeup that's a great option yeah and that's you know, what it, this is exactly sure very so sure i want to ask you i mean i i almost dozed off for that i could only because i had no idea what you were talking about <laughs> I mean, so what but I, i'm sure but i'm sure people listening totally know what you were talking about so i just want to know since you guys are so picky i know gloria you have a lot to choose from and you try many different products in yes. your store because you've sent me stuff for my children for me i want to know Paige, what do you use what do you use for your skin um skincare oh yes i use things that are kind of high-end that I think that are probably not super budget friendly for everyone, but I'm a thousand. So I, I splurge. I love Tata Harper. <laughs> you're not a thousand. You're at least a yeah. hundred. I wouldn't say a thousand. Right. So that's true. I gave myself 900 extra years, but um, yes, I love Tata Harper. Um, the Tammy Fenders. I, but I also love Biosance. Okay. Um, and Evolve, they have great, Evolve has something that looks like pudding. It's so hard not to eat and it smells like chocolate pudding. Right. Um, yeah. So that's in, for skincare, it, those are some of my go-tos. For cosmetics, I like, um, I like Kosas a lot. I'm wearing a lot of Kosas today. Um, who else do I have on? Probably- Do you, some, do you wear Ilya? Ilya? I love Ilya. Ilya. I, was just I know, classic. Of theirs. Yeah. That was our first friend, yeah. Yeah. I so love, just so I, you know, Paige, we have a lot of, I think, high-end listeners. So I think they would appreciate all the names you gave out. And Glory, you know, some of them, right? Yes, I, I know. I know all of them. Do you carry but, some of them? Kosas, hopefully we'll, we'll get a positive response. But um, no, we have, I'm surprised that you and Tata Harper, I love Tata Harper, but we have some, you know, comparable companies like them. But um, there are a couple I'm surprised you didn't, you didn't, speak about like you didn't mention josh rosebrook are you familiar with these products i am i know he's got a skincare line yeah i just haven't tried them so i might love them so yes for the listeners who are looking for less expensive rich i'll just throw this out there there's a company called skin buzz and badger bomb anyway oh, they're badger. they're right yeah they're fantastic companies and um the idea is that they take out less ingredients. So instead of it being like a thin luxury light cream, it would be a little bit of a thicker oil, but it's kind of something you have to get used to in the non-toxic world, you know? Okay. Well, that sounds, that sounds uh, like good advice. And I think maybe another plan or another game plan is I think maybe people should start with not their face, maybe start with other stuff like body lotion or hair or, yeah. you know, deal with what you're putting in your body, what you're drinking and eating, and then slightly keep moving closer and closer. <laughs> and then when you, you know what I'm saying to your face, because when it comes to, I think the way people look, I think that's when they give up and that's when they get frustrated. Am I right? Yeah, but yeah. I would start with the face, honestly. You would. Okay. 
You would. would okay. You start with with the face. I want to know. What would you start with? Oh, so what would I start with? Okay, so I use Carrie Gran oil cleanser. So okay. it's an it's an oil cleanser. People have a misconception about oils. They say, oh, it's going to break my skin. Uh, I'm going to break out. It's I'm going to look too shiny. But with an oil cleanser, it's basically a thick layer on your face that's lifting off toxins, makeup, dead skin, and you're kind of mushing it all around with your fingertips. And you use a warm washcloth to wipe it off. And that's a method of washing your face. Mm-hmm. And you're not left tight and dry. And you know, you're left with a nice plump face. It's like an Asian method, um, you know. Of yes. And oil. Yeah. Tata Harper was actually the first oil cleanser I've ever used before we had before we opened a store. And it was it made me fall in love with the company. So an oil cleanser is top priority. And then I use a serum by Fit Glow Beauty which is a vitamin C serum. So we all know vitamin C, but don't take, you can't take it out of its natural form. You have to kind of leave it raw. So she would start with her face. That's good. I mean, I think if, I think if you're, if you're bold enough, you know, like if you have no problems with it, I think starting with your face is great. Whatever ails you, like if you, you know, if you're having problems finding an alternative for your favorite, whatever, then just do that last. I don't know. I, I, I still like, I don't ever give myself a hard time. <laughs> Life's hard enough. Well, so, you live in California. Yeah. That's why you're very easygoing. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. Like I love Carrie Grant. I love the lip balm. I think that's a great, um, I like your routine. I always use vitamin C because I have a lot of pigmentation, mm-hmm. but a Fraxel laser takes care of that first. Then <laughs> I put the vitamin C. <laughs> So I, I want to ask about one great. last thing and then, and then uh, maybe I'll let you girls go. Um, any natural products for acne, for people that have acne? For acne, um, so neem oil is fantastic. It's very strong. It has a really strong smell. But also lemongrass is a natural toner and it's a, um, it's a natural astringent. So it kind of will kill bacteria um, and it will help calm down any inflammation. So anything really with lemongrass, I would do and and witch hazel as long as it's still in its natural form and it hasn't been transformed to a more con- like a more conventional alcohol. Okay, and my serum I'm coming out with is um, for acne. Which serum? Calming. I'm coming out with a skin serum, and it's it's geared towards calm calming. It's an anti-inflammatory, so really towards acne. Fantastic. Yeah, that's one okay. of our biggest um, questions that we get. People are always looking for things for acne. Yeah. Interesting. What's the texture of your serum going to be? Or if it's ready, like, what is it? Uh, It's not ready yet, um, but I want it to be a glowy serum. Well, can you tell us what's in it? We'd like to knock it off. Well, there's (laughs) me. You can knock it off. It would probably be very easy. I'm so kidding. Listen, we're so lazy, or at least I am. I can't even, I'm going to have Gloria send me stuff. I don't, I like people to do the research and that's what I hope people get out of this show is that they'll get um, some research and they can go to junk free beauty. They can go to you page and get what they need. Paige, where can people find you? Um, your book, aside from your book. People can find my book. It's called the green beauty rules. And there's a ton of products in there. There's over 200 products that I mentioned that are high performance and actually really work. And it was written 2015, it was published. Um, and people can find me at pagepaget.com or earthlinghq.com. And that's my product. Also say okay. there is a place online that people can go to, to scan the ingredients, to see if it's good or not. Is 
Well, I use the Environmental Working Group's database, and that's kind of what I base my book on. But I also like Made Safe. There's a lot of great uh, seals out there now. Okay, and and Gloria. Yes, so you guys can find us. Yeah, you can find us um, on Instagram is where we have a lot of action happening. So our name is Junk Free Beauty and you'll be seeing my face, my sister's faces. Um, and we also have a website, Junk Free Beauty, but the website is really for reorders because we love to teach you guys about the products, you know? So when people come in and they have questions, we'll spend time with them and then they can just get the reorders on our site. So it's easy. Great, loved having you both on. Store? Is that what you're saying? Yes, I'm sorry. We have a physical store. It's in Brooklyn. Yeah, the heart of Brooklyn. And uh, we love when people try the products because we know there's very few stores that exist where you can actually try Green Beauty. They want to see how it works. I'm going to send some friends over. We would love that. Yeah. Well, guys, I have to say it was really great. I did. I learned a lot. And, you know, I didn't think I could learn anything else because I know so much about everything that I never <laughs> thought I could learn another thing. But I actually learned more stuff and I even learned about makeup. Um, so it was such a pleasure to be talking to both of you. I hope you two are going to keep in touch. I need to read your book. I'm going to go. I'm going to get a copy. Oh, thank you. And then, yeah, let's talk about getting in your store. Okay. Okay. Take care, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for coming Bye-bye. on. You've been listening to Rich and Life with Rich Arani. If you like what you heard, click subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. Or visit us at richandlife.com. That's R-I-T-C-H in life dot com.